It is your Holy War pregame show, counting you down to Utah and BYU. Another chapter in this rivalry gets written tonight. Who wins? And whoever does win is going to be able to sit on some bragging rights for at least a few years. Joining us now, BYU great, Jason Anderson, kind enough to join us. How are you, man? Hey, Jay. Hey, how are you guys doing today? I'm Not, doing well. Uh, a little bit, uh, you know, obviously a lot of electricity in the air. Uh, a, a little bit perplexed. I can't quite put my finger on exactly how this thing is going to go, but I just kind of want to bring you in and get some of your thoughts, man. First of all, let's start with this. Did you ever in your wildest dreams, I mean, you, you had a great BYU career, great professional career. Did you ever in your wildest dreams expect to see Utah go on a nine-game win streak over an 11-year period? Never. I mean, <laughs> it, it, at some point, it, you know, and I hate to say this, but when, it get, when it, another team dominates another team, it, it, it kind of eliminates the whole rivalry thing at that point. It, it, it just kind of gets away with it. It's like, okay, are they that much better than us? Or we just keep dropping the ball along the way? Um, and there's some teams that you, BYU should definitely beat, uh, I think, Kalani's first year. Or even, it was up to you. I don't remember what year it was. They, they obliterated him in the first half and then fell apart in the second half. You know, I mean, there's... Not a three-score lead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't lose those games. At least you shouldn't. Not in this rivalry. No. If you get up like that, if you get the turnover advantage, you get up like that... You stomp on them. Yeah, you absolutely got to stomp on them. I just, I, I, you know, from, from I, you know, I grew up in Idaho, but I still was very well aware of this rivalry and... And it was so heavy BYU. It was, what did you go, two and two? or Two and two. I mean, you know, it was still. What were you in your four years, Jay? I don't want to talk about it. Oh, no, shoot. We were, we were, I think I was one and four. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, so I was part of the, I got here in 93. And so I was part of the 31-34 trilogy or whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> and then we went up to Utah in 96. And then I just embarrassed the heck out of them on their own field. And we went 14 and one that 96. So junior year? That was my junior year. Yeah. And then they came down to BYU my senior year, and then uh, it was close. I think it was like 14-20, but, um, yeah, I, I, I didn't fare well in the uh, – But that's when it kind of shifted. But it still it was, you know, still 50-50 uh-huh. for the most part. This is just unheard of what we've seen over the last nine years. And, and But for BYU, and we've talked about it a lot, not only this show, but this week as well, BYU can win this game. They can sit on this win for a couple of years, and that's got to bring a little bit of pride back to Provo. I think it does. I mean, it's it's something that Utah can't talk about. I mean, they may bring up the whole streak. Well, we beat you for nine straight times, you know, over 11 years. You got us once. Great. Good yep. job. Okay. But it's like in football. They're always going to remember your last snap. Mm-hmm. They're always going to remember that last game. And so for BYU for the next couple of years until they re, I think they come back in 23, 24, whatever it is, um, they'll be able to talk about it for at least a couple of years and kind of build on that momentum as they go into the Big 12. So Jason Anderson played at BYU, played with the Patriots, had a great professional career. Uh, he's been a, a coach at the collegiate level. Uh, he's a coach at the high school level. He's coaching at Lehigh High School now. You've been around this rivalry one way, shape, or form. I want to know from your perspective, how important is it that Kalani gets this win? I'm talking about this particular game with the streak where it is and it's at the hiatus of mm-hmm. a couple of years. How important is it that Kalani get this win? I, I think it's absolutely critical. Uh, I mean, you see, there's coaches around the country that get fired if they can't win. I mean, you look at the Michigan-Ohio State rivalry. There's been coaches at Michigan that have gotten fired because they can't beat Ohio State. Yeah. I mean, Jim Harbaugh's on the hot seat. He can win every game, but if he loses Ohio State, he may still get fired. He might. Yeah. He might. He John, might still get John Cooper got fired at Ohio State because he can beat Michigan. Exactly my point. So I, I'm not sure if 
you know, if the BYU rivalry and Utah rivalry is that intense, where, you know, Cleon would potentially lose his job from that standpoint. I, but I, it, I think it's I think it's impeded his ability to get the extension and the contract he's wanted. Absolutely. Uh, and, and, again, you're not going to – obviously the Big 12 thing is going to help out with the recruiting standpoint, but I'm sure it's hurt his recruiting along the way. You know, and I think someone posed a question to him earlier in the week, you know, is this going to help with recruiting if you guys can beat Utah? And he kind of deflected from it, yeah. if I recall. And – but the reality is you're not going to get the top dudes if you can't beat the in-state school. I, I want to talk to you about that. You are very in tune into what's going on, just high-level high school athletes, the recruitment process. Do you have – are there a bunch of high school recruits at this game tonight? I, would just, I, and I was just talking with my boy Teague, and, and I was like, there's probably going to be a slew of guys there. Uh, one, it's a big game. Uh, Saturday night where most high school – there's no high school games tonight, so – I think any any high school recruit that can get a ticket, I'm sure they're going to be there, or at least try to be there. Well, your son, Teague, is a big-time recruit out of the state of Utah as well. I mean, Mm -hmm. he's sitting there watching this thing. Most of his life, he's watched Utah play out and and win this game. Yeah. And, you know, to that that factor, I mean, I went to BYU, right? Um, And he'll tell you the same thing. He he favors Utah because that's what he grew up learning. He watched Utah beat BYU year after year after year. So a lot of these kids that – may have grew up in a BYU, even a group BYU family, have now started shifting their, their, their attention or focus their their affiliation, if that makes sense, toward the University of Utah because people want to find success. They want to be with people that are successful. Uh, and again, not taking nothing along from uh, from Bronco or Klein, their successes they've had when they're here, but if you can't consistently beat the in-state school, these kids are going to school every yeah. single day. Mm-hmm. And trust and believe, and you, having you, that you, conversation. Don't, you don't want to be on the other opposite side of that conversation when your team loses every single year. Let's take the Utah game out of it. I just want to go big picture. Um, you know, you've got sons that are recruits. Mm-hmm. How much does the Big 12 thing impact uh, potential recruits? I, I think it's going to be huge. Yeah. I think it's going to be absolutely huge. Uh, I think it's a game changer for BYU. I really do. Um, because the fact that. You know, yeah, BYU in the independent schedule, they can schedule some of those big-time programs. Mm-hmm. But you're also going to get, you know, the, the Murray States of the world. You're going to get these, you know, these lower-level type of programs that, you, that you're going to have to backfill uh, from that standpoint. Uh, but, yeah, you know, be able to play Oklahoma State, uh, be able to play Baylor, be able to play Texas Tech, all those types of schools week in and week out. And, and all in the same thing, at the, end of the, at the end of the year, have something to fight for. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, every game counts. And if you lose one at the beginning of the year, you know what? You still have a chance to make the Big 12 championship. You've been around the, the college world. How how big is the Big 12 without Texas and Oklahoma by adding Central Florida, Houston, BYU, and Cincinnati? That's It's a huge hit. I mean, there's there's no way of taking anything away from it. Losing Texas and Oklahoma and having them go to the SEC, that's a huge monstrous blow to that conference but it's still considered a power five conference they still got again they still have some big time programs they got oklahoma state they've got you know baylor's they got texas techs they got you know like obviously byu they got i got some dudes they got some programs that have history that's going to be able to carry it on does it take a hit yes um and you're going to see them probably match more up along the lines of like a pac-12 conference now uh than it would be you know the original Big 12 program that when, when they even had when they had Nebraska and Colorado back in the heyday. Uh, you know, I'm thinking about the personnel up front for BYU, and you know we're we're seeing kind of um, a resurgence of an offensive line. You finally got a draft pick, the first draft pick out of BYU. <laughs> I think 
it was like you and one other, and then and then finally you get Brady Christensen drafted. But a long drought of offensive linemen uh, long not being drafted from BYU, but it feels like they've got a good front with James Impey and Barrington Brothers and Freeland. Freeland. Freeland, a guy that I think you know. Oh yeah, I know really Freeland really well. well. Yeah, oh Jim was a f- teammate of mine of ours back in the day, and obviously his son, you know, eight foot tall, eight foot arms. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Blake's a Blake, Blake's, freak. He's a he's a freak of nature. Yeah, he is. I don't think anyone understands how one how big he is, but he understand that he played quarterback and defensive end in high oh, school. He's a he's <laughs> a bizarrely gifted. Yeah, uh, and Scott, you've yeah. heard me talk oh, yeah. about how bizarre. So how good is that front? You know, it's got potential to be really, really good. It really does. I think there's a, you know, watching the game against Arizona, you know, I think, the, you know, the right guard position, I don't think it's solidified at this point between, you know, would it be Connor Pay or uh, the, the Polynesian kid, I can't remember, Tukuafu. Yeah, Tukuafu, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I think that they're still trying to figure out that position there. Uh, whether, you know, it showed up some weaknesses last week uh, against Arizona. It really did uh, as you kind of watch the front go. But I think they have potential to be really, really good. Um, you know, I came to BYU from the sole fact, one of the primary reasons I came here is because BYU got guys in the NFL. That is the number one, one of the biggest reasons I came position. to BYU at, at offensive line. Yeah. Yeah. Roger French put guys in the league every single year. Yeah, well, there was an Outland Trophy winner just before you got yeah. there. Yeah, Mo. Yeah. Yeah, and so it was one of those things that even when I was at BYU, every year when I was at BYU, we had a guy get drafted in the NFL. You know, from whether it be Evan Pilgrim in the second round to Eric Bateman to Joe Wong to myself to we, we had dudes that came in and got drafted every single year and it was expected. Well, hey, we appreciate you coming by. Thanks for hanging out with us. No, this been, has been a lot been of fun. Awesome. Hey, uh, what do you, how do you think it plays out tonight? Uh, <laughs> Nobody's listening. Uh, it's fine. It's, yeah, it's, it's just, just the three of us. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Every, we're off air. Go we're off air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, you know, I think it's going to be a really, really close game. I, I really do. I think it's going to be like a you know, 30-24 type game. Uh, I'm st- I'm still not until BYU can beat Utah. I'm yeah. not. I, I, I they've got to prove it to me. In all yeah. honesty, as much as I want BYU to win, I still think Utah wins this game. It's more. It's gonna be you know 30, 24, you know 34, 27 type. It's gonna be within the score. But it, until they can prove it to me, you know Utah's got they got dudes up there. And they yeah. got speed. And I don't know if BYU has it yet. Uh, really quick before we let Jay go. Um, so one of his sons already headed off and went to Pitt back east. Pitt came in and got him. I've seen Teague in Florida gear. I've seen him in <laughs> pin. Like, You're getting some phone calls, huh? Well, oh, no, he, yeah, he's he's uh, he's all over the he's place. A, he's a, we've been I, here in the Texas and Penn State. And I, I just want to say, can you can we keep him here? Hey. I, look, just hey, keep that, him here. I'll say this: that's not up to uh, Teague and I. That's up to other people that you know, that extends offers. Yeah, I'll leave it at that. Uh, but no, he's, we just want him in state. You know, just <laughs> just yeah. There's a you know, Scotty's got an affiliation. Look, we you know <laughs> we're all covered here. There's great schools hey, here in the state. Just uh, keep them home. Uh, like I said again, yeah. If the offer is there, then they put themselves on the table. Yeah. If the offer's not there. I, my boys will go play wherever they're going to go play. I'm gonna, just like with Trey playing at Pitt. Yeah. I'm texting oh. Blake. I'm texting Blake right now. There you go. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> Teague's the real deal. No, he, this, he's, this kid is. Uh, he is a grinder. He's a worker. Mm-hmm. He's a horse, and and he's, he's nasty. Bad, and he's nasty. Oh, how how so? Dallin Holker. How good is Dallin Holker? Because I've got Scotty and I've been talking. I've got Dallin Holker so, being uh, yeah. player of the game yeah, on BYU. Do. BYU so Saturday. Dallin is an absolute freak. You talking about uh, Freeland being a freak? Yeah. That dude is he if they play if they play him the way he is designed to play, 
is he you know put your hand on the ground tight end? No, that's not him. And if they expect that out of him, they're gonna they're gonna lose him as far as an actual overall player. They won't that. maximize his potential. He is a Travis Kelsey. He is a George wow. Kittle. He is that. He's a flex tight end type of guy who can create matchup problems because he's too, linebackers can't cover him. Can't cover him. Are too small. He's, exactly. He's too fast yeah. for linebackers. And when you put a safety on him, he's too freaking big and he's too strong. He's gonna you know. And that's how we, we used him at, at, at Lehigh. It's like we just moved him wherever we wanted to and say, you know what, Dell, you go do your thing. We'll throw the ball. I and mean, obviously, we had a good quarterback in Cam Cooper. But I mean, with that being said, that dude, you know, and if they use him properly. He'll make some noise. He'll, he'll, make, he'll make a lot of money. Thanks, Jay. Appreciate, appreciate you. Appreciate you.